you want to wake up, you want to move, but you can't move because your body's still sleeping. So it feels like you're under some kind of anesthetic. You can't move, but your brain wants you to move. It feels quite weird. It feels scary, actually. 22-year-old Jabu Kamalo, a fine arts student, explains what it actually feels like to experience sleep paralysis. Most sufferers state that they wake up mid-sleep and are unable to move, speak, and in some instances, even breathe at all. Kumalo's instances of sleep paralysis follow these symptoms, while closely resembling what some people call the night hag occurrence. It's believed to be a bizarre ghoul that visits one's bedroom, and the malevolent being then immobilizes the person as if sitting on their chest. Well, basically, you're sleeping and... It's like your brain's awake, but your body's asleep. So you want to wake up, you want to move, but you can't move because your body's still sleeping. It feels like you're under some kind of anesthetic, you know, like you can't, you can't, you can't move, but your brain wants you to move. You start hearing things, traffic outside, and you want to move and stuff, but you can't. So it's, that's what, pretty much that's what happens. Now, having encountered sleep paralysis as well, the first time it happens is definitely the most eerie and surreal experience. Kumalo, who suffers from this condition, explains his first meeting with the so-called night hag. I experienced it last year sometime. I don't know what it was. I was just sleeping and I just, it just happened and I was scared. But then I asked, I was at my girlfriend's house at the time. So I asked, like, well, what's happening? And then they're like, no, we'll pray for you and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think it's, like, something spiritual or something. Like that. I just think it's mental, some mental thing. And it's like, no, no, it's probably a spirit or something. We'll pray for you. And at that time, it only used to happen like maybe once every month or something. And then recently, it's just been happening a lot. Sleep paralysis usually results from disrupted rapid eye movement or REM sleep, which normally induces complete muscle atonia or immobility to prevent sleepers from acting out in their dreams. Sleep paralysis has been linked to disorders such as narcolepsy, migraines, anxiety disorders, and sleep apnea. However, in many cases, it also occurs in isolation. In order to get a better understanding of sleep paralysis, I visited the Durban University of Technology's counselling department, where I spoke to psychologist Jessica Dawn Parker. It's a phenomenon where a person wakes up from sleep and they find that they're then unable to move or speak. It's normally you wake up from your REM sleep, which is when your body is normally dreaming. But in this case, the paralysis has not yet subsided. And it's also often associated with terrifying visions, so it can be quite scary for a person. This then led me to the Durban Sleep Centre, where pulmonologist Dr. Raj Nader, an expert on sleep disorders, explains that sleep paralysis has been around for centuries. It may just be part of dreaming, or it may be parts of other neurological disorders. Sometimes you might feel that way if you have, say, a condition that we call narcolepsy. Other brain disorders might uh, cause it. Now that we know the symptoms, causes, and most importantly, the fact that a demon isn't haunting us, how does one actually treat and prevent sleep paralysis? Now, Dr. Nader's first advice was that one should consult a general practitioner before going to see a specialist. Firstly, you discuss it with your doctor and then perhaps see a specialist. I don't think your sleeping posture has anything to do with it. The condition isn't harmful to one's health, nor is it fatal. However, many people are often confused with regards to the differences between sleep paralysis and sleep apnea. Dr. Nader says they are marginally different. In sleep apnea, what happens is that you stop breathing. Apnea means cessation of breathing. One is what we call obstructive, when the brain tells the 
chest and abdominal muscles to move and initiate breathing or generally breathing is carried out by your chest muscles. And when it is obstructive, it means that there is some obstruction to airflow and that's usually in the upper airways, so it's usually in the area of the pharynx. Psychologist Jessica Dawn Parker agrees with Dr. Nader but also gave some helpful tips one can follow if affected by sleep paralysis. Number one, going for a checkup with your doctor, just seeing if there isn't any underlying physiological causes. But I would also say it comes down to self-care. So making sure they get enough sleep, they're sleeping regularly, exercising, eating healthily, which obviously then includes avoiding stimulants, energy drinks, and of course just finding ways to relax and unwind. So not being so anxious and stressed really helps. Some patients report that while they're in a state of sleep paralysis, they can wiggle their toes, fingers, or even move their facial muscles, which helps them wake the rest of their body up. Well, I tried that. Didn't really work, but as that saying does go, different strokes for different folks. But one day if you do find yourself in that awkward and unnerving position of being tied down to your bed by an invisible force, don't panic. It's not a ghost, goblin, or any other insidious creature. It's just sleep paralysis.